in the church will say, oh, you can't be a woman and teach over men. And uh, but this is a clear example of a woman teaching and leading and making decisions for a whole collective of people that included men. In today's show, we have an interesting topic, so make sure that you do like, share, and subscribe. In this episode, it is a pre-recorded Instagram Live. I'm reading directly from our blog post, as well as diving into a lot of the nuances surrounding the biblical figure, Deborah, also pronounced as Deborah. Okay, let's get right into the video. The biblical leader, Deborah, also known as Deborah. You can go to my blog and there you will find this extensive blog post. I really was drawn to her, not only because of like, you know, of course, like the Bible stories we hear in Sunday school and stuff, but I was really drawn to her, especially during now, during Libra season, because she deals with justice and warriorship. And that is all about like with Libra and with the opposite house being Aries. She was the first and only female judge of Israel. And she was a teacher, a warrior, a poet, a songstress, as well as a prophetess. And you can find her story in the book of Judges 4 and 5. Deborah means bee. And I have a full breakdown of what the symbolism of a bee is. And so her, her name means bee. And so the bee, what, what is so special about the bee is that it's one of the three gifts given by the high priest Melchizedek. And with those gifts, it was asbestos, um, wheat, and bees. And bees pollinate the earth, so they are necessity. The thing about bees as well, they have one queen bee, and the queen bee is the central figure. So with this symbolism here with Deborah, she is the first and only female judge of Israel. So with the connection between the bee and then with her title and her position in Israel, that she has the power and the fortitude, the strength, the wisdom, and the knowledge to carry her people to the next realm of existence. So this is leadership. That's what the queen bee represents, leadership. And so an alchemy is taking lead to gold. So remember how I said that um, Deborah, Deborah, that she is the ruler of Libra season. So she's connected to Libra season, but the opposite house of Libra is Aries. So that fiery energy. So Aries is ruled by Mars and Mars is lead. So you're taking lead and pretty much turning it into gold represented by honey. So with that is the alchemy reference of her ability to take a poor situation. So what happened in, in the book of Judges is that they were in captivity for 20 years. So 20 is already a magical, powerful number anyway. It's, the, it's, it's a covenant upon a covenant. So the covenant that was given, but the covenant that was broken and had to be fulfilled again. So she was the fulfillment of that covenant. So they were in captivity for like 20 years. And so they, they were about to go to war. Being that she is the ruler of Libra, and Libra is warriorship. Um, it, it deals with diplomacy, uh, justice, fairness, and as well being leaders and being those that are able to lead a, a group of people. So what she did is that she received a divine message under a date tree. The symbolism with a date. The date tree is connected to Ishtar, Apollo and Nike, which is, you know, Hermes. So that's all channeling information that is also connected to the ancestral realms. 
So she was receiving messages from her ancestors. It is also, the date is also harmony, triumph, and prosperity. So all of that is symbolism that um, is connected to the date tree. So she would have her meetings and teachings. She also would teach under the date tree. Well, being that I teach about the Bible and, you know, from a different standpoint, a lot of men and then also some women that uh, would try to say that I should not be teaching over men, etc. So I have made references to a couple other people like Mary Magdalene, but Deborah or Deborah, you know, um, that she was also a teacher and being that she was a ruler, a judge over Israel, which also includes men too, but people would seek her counsel, both men and women. You have the name Barak and Barak means lightning. And we're going to get into the symbolism of that, but he would seek her counsel that he wouldn't do, he wouldn't go um, to war unless she was by his side. So she also, like going back to teaching, and that is very important because people um, in the church will say, oh, you can't be a woman and teach over men. And uh, But this is a clear example of a woman teaching and leading and making decisions for a whole collective of people that included men and men revered her because the position of a judge is one of the highest at that time is the highest position over the prophets over the high priests over the people altogether so that was a very very important person that i wanted to cover being one that is a woman and that is in leadership so she is connected to um, Aphrodite and as well, Athena. Athena is connected to and it's justice and as well, Libra, Libra season. Now, there has been debate about if she was single or if, if she was married. And the reason why I think that this is a, 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 an important point is because that um, because of the society that says that the importance of a woman is based on the um, title that her husband or her brother or her father would hold. But this is a woman that um, in some translations have said that she was married. And that's where you get the, the name uh, Lepidoth, Lepidoth, which means flame, torch, or fire. And some translations has her as the woman of flames, which gives her the connection to the queen of wands. And one other thing too, being that she is represented by the queen of wands, being that they do not know what tribe she is from, nor do they know her birth date. Could have been Leo, but also Leo rules um, the tribe of Judah. And then with the scales, that this is um, Libra, could have been a Libra, but also this represents, the scales represent the tribe of Dan. So that could be, you know, some connection there offering additional information. Going back to with her name. So the importance of her name is that she could have been married, but however, when I investigated furthermore into the Hebrew name or the Hebrew word for woman, which is ish sha'ah, and that means um, that that could be wife or it could be woman, or it could also be a burnt offering of fire. Remember how I said that her name also translates as flame or fire or torch. So that's important, okay? so. Um, furthermore, that her job, one of her jobs, besides teaching and being a prophetess, is that one relation to if she did have a husband, that he worked in the temple and that she provided the torches for the temple. But once again, going back to the meaning of the word for woman, um, that 
it could be that she was just a woman of flames that she that could have just been referenced to her job altogether that her job was that of providing not just only the um, candles and the wicks for the temple but as well it was indicative of her personality because fire and prophecy are um sort of kind of synonymous because if you know about Shekinah and Shekinah is the Holy Spirit um, and that is described as being a a fire like a fire shut up in, in my bones that is in Jeremiah um, it's, it, that's the fiery tongues um, all of that is connected to prophecy the Holy Spirit and then also flames so one of her it could just be referencing her natural ability to be able to speak in tongues or either to have the Holy Spirit and having the gift of prophecy. But another connection with that as well is that it could have been a form of, of divination, but I will, I will get into in a moment, but I'm gonna go back to her name. Torch, lightning, or fiery woman, or woman of flames, or woman of torches. Now, remember how I mentioned about the warrior Barak? Now that translates as lightning. So this is where we get not only just with justice, but also I forgot to bring that card, um, the queen of swords. And the queen of swords is an energy that is um, clear-minded, can be uh, decisive, it is decisive, but also can be intuition, being of a clear mind and having a clear channel. Divination, okay, so the title of a wielder of flames could be indicative of the method of prophecy, channeling divine messages from God via pyromancy, which is involves the interpretation of flames of the fire or of a lamp or of a candle. Because remember I said that one of her jobs was with candles, the wicks and the candles for the temple. For the interpretation of lightning is her name in reference to her method of divination that could be entitled reading lightning and thunder which is another form of divination deborah in in the tarot now going back to with the, the tarot cards here we have the woman of flames that is interpreted with lapidoth which is torch which is light and then with the woman of lightning which is barak and that translates as lightning so if you are into tarot and then you also use the bible like how i do you could always use these cards as references to Libra, but also to um, De Deborah, Deborah. So if you know about Yael, or some people pronounce it Yael, and Deborah, so they both help to save Israel. Okay, so we know about um, Deborah's part and everything. You can also read that again on, on the blog. But Yael, and this is where we have the connection between the land of milk and honey. And this is very, very clever. I thought this was really, really cool. All right. So you know that I made reference to Deborah being represent. Her name translates as B. Then we have Yael, which um, means mountain goat. And so when the enemy, Sasira, when he came, because he was trying to escape and he came into her, her tent, she gave him some milk, which helped to pit him to sleep. And when he went to sleep, that she drove a stake through his head, which killed him, the enemy. So they are known as, as the, the duo that helped to save Israel. And that's where you have the reference being that uh, Yael means mountain goat, and then Deborah or Deborah means bee, 
the land of milk and honey. So the land of milk and honey is a promised land. But that's also another esoteric reference. Uh, we have uh, mentioned before with alchemy, turning lead into gold, and gold is also represented by honey. And then milk, the milk flow, and that substance. That also could mean something. Another thing about this, I didn't put this in the blog, is that Yael is also connected to like sexual energy. Um, milk if you get my my drift in um in some art depictions she is more sexualized and the reference to milk could be the reference to her i'm a you fill in the blank uh to help put him to sleep so that way she could conquer him so you can find a reference to milk and honey um in exodus 3 8 her her teaching and her leadership the book interpreted the scriptures and I'm going to try to pronounce this properly. It is um, a Hebrew word, mid, Midrash and Agadah. And it's a, um, it's a rabbinic narrative of Deborah. And that is making reference to her teaching role in Israel. How I mentioned at the very beginning that she would teach under the date tree she wouldn't just just teach women and children but she also taught all of israel the educator in the torah and a contributor in the temple which the temple would be like um you know the the overall tabernacle like the church um and i don't know her if she would go all the way into the temple it doesn't make reference to that but this is also indicative of possibly she could have been connected or in a position of priestlyhood to a degree, because not all of the, the priests were ordained to go all the way into the Holy of Holies, which would be like the ritual, the inner court, like, well, the inner, inner Holy of Holies to do the actual ritual. So she could have assisted with the rituals. I mean, this is a, a figure that has many roles and she was a woman. So if anyone ever has any doubts about a woman and being able to teach or lead and preside in any type of churchly position, you can always make reference to Deborah, um, also known as Deborah. So that way you can combat. I mean, I mainly want to help people that may have grown up in a church like me and they may feel like they have no say so or they have no logic behind their feelings, but they may feel like they're being called by God to step into a leadership role, but they may you know, not have any type of backing. And I think it's important to have something logical to back what you may be feeling because otherwise a person may teeter-totter. They may not step into their full power. But the more that I study and the more that I'm able to overstand the feelings that I had before, that they were indeed true feelings and I was being led by God to do something because I have the logical answer to confirm those emotions, to confirm those thoughts. So I offer all the information that I offer is to help those that may be feeling that way. I may not have anyone that can offer any type of logical backing, biblically based, because I did grow up in the church. And I know that there's many, many people out there that they may feel that they are being called, but they don't have any answers to help support that calling. So the blog is there. I also have my book, a book on biblical divination. It's part of a series. It's the first one.
you can check that out the link in my bio and you know any other information you guys want me to cover i'm more than happy to to cover okay well thank you guys so much don't forget the links in the bio and i'll talk to you on the next one all right peace